Hi, and welcome to another uh, vlog or podcast, whatever you want to call this thing that I do every week <laughs> from turning the page. It's Barry Pimini. I'm just so thankful that you um, have decided to listen in or watch in on YouTube. I was wondering whether you like shadows. Uh, when I'm working out in the sun's heat, uh, a shadow provides quite a nice respite. You know, it's a place where I can get away from the intensity of light beating on my skin. But I've also noticed at times a shadow seemingly sort of hanging over me. Uh, I can't seem to escape it. I try to run from it, avoid it, and pretend it isn't there. But I know it's there. And it's it feels like it sometimes might just engulf me and swamp me into itself. Um, and I don't want to look at it. But it's a shadow. What's a shadow? It's where some object has blocked out the light. It could be a tree, a building, a cloud, a person, or even a planet. The light loses its intensity and is filtered, blocked, and hindered. And in that shadow, I lies the feeling I know. Sadness. Other words sort of link arms with that word sadness. Words such as grief, loss, loneliness, despair, depression, abandonment. And it can be a pretty dark place in that shadow. And sadness, I think, is the whisper of loss, uh, the song of less than. And I know people who have sat with sadness for a very long time. They may not express it that way, but in their private world, when no one ever goes, there is a sadness that lingers around them. They, would, they don't want to expose it to others because it might be the tipping point to seeing the house of cards they have made called the self suddenly shake and wobble. So they pretend. Uh, an, Im an image is carefully constructed. Everything is in control with no gaps in the armor where the tears might leak out. But in the quiet, there is desire for someone to know them, love them and hold them. A desire for no more words <laughs> to be said to them other than I am with you. It's a sadness that might even have made its entry in early into their lives. That shadow can become so strong and so dark, overwhelming, that it's like walking at the base of a forest with trees that are a thousand feet high. And what goes at the base where you tread are, are mosses and mushrooms. It's dark. It's damp and it's deadly. And is God there? And if so, where? That's the question. Is God there? Where is God? You see, I want to banish, uh, I want God to banish the sadness, to, to cut down some of those trees that so, some light can open up to my path. And um, recently I was listening to Larry Crabb, uh, it's an old uh, video of his before he died, talking about the loss of his brother in a plane crash, and he expressed this confusion this way, God, I know you're good, but what are you good for? And in those dark, sad moments, we ask questions people have asked seemingly forever. Is God there? Does God care? Why, why doesn't God do something? Have I done something wrong? Uh, do I matter to God? Does God love me? Does God exist? And... We ask because we feel alone, and being alone was the first thing that God described as not good. 
And Genesis 2.18 says that, Then the Lord said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. And I want to say to you that you're not alone. You're sitting in sadness, and real humans do that. And real humans connect with other real humans and form connections that embrace each other's shadow. We say in unspoken words that we don't understand the mystery of sadness, but that it is not so mysterious when you have a friend. I want them in their openness, but not their closeness. As I am silent and sit in the sadness, I am reminded of those who sat with Christ, who watched his tears mingle with their own. You see, sadness is more easily borne when we have people who are comfortable with silence and not trying to fix. Something that might help is to notice sadness as a presence that is sitting with you. Much like uh, you might be sitting with a friend and they are present with you, notice sadness as an emotion sitting there with you. I see you, I notice you, and there is a reason for your existence. You are normal to the human experience. It is abnormal to feel sadness. It is not abnormal to feel sadness in any human life. It's not abnormal. It's quite normal. In fact, at times, it would be unhealthy and avoidant if you were not experiencing sadness. And often the sadness you might be experiencing uh, might be experiencing is the is the accumulation of many, many moments of sadness where it hasn't been acknowledged and it's gone unnoticed. Sadness needs its moments of recognition and acceptance. We sit with it and next to us, we give it space to itself, to be itself. It has to express itself for it to be let go of. The shadow of sadness was never meant to be home. More so, it is a place to move in and out of. We rest here, reflect, learn and commune with some safe others. God is in the shadow and the light. We sit in the shadow, learn about a God who is vulnerable and sheds tears. Then we take a millimetre step. The ghost of sad events past still echo reminders, but we are not overwhelmed by them. Instead, they are reminders of the up and down journey of faith. Here's some quotes for you to think about and consider. Acceptance is not our, not our mode nearly as much as aggression, resistance, fight or flight. None of them achieve the deep and lasting results of true acceptance and peaceful surrender. Richard Rohr. You cannot hear what you do not first understand or, no, you cannot hear what you do not first acknowledge. Richard Rohr. It is neither, it is not the events either the past or present, which make us feel the way we feel, but our interpretation of those feelings, of those events. William Backus. To accept some degree of meaningful, meaninglessness is our final and full act of faith that God is still good and still in control. Richard Raw. I do not believe that sheer suffering teaches. If suffering alone taught, all the world would be wise since everyone suffers. To suffering must be added mourning, understanding, patience, love, openness, and the willingness to remain vulnerable. All these and other factors combined, if the circumstances are right, can teach us and lead us to rebirth. 
and moral limbic. Some questions. What comes to mind when you think of sadness? Number two, what do you do with your moments of sadness? Number three, what spoke to you out of this post and why? Sadness, it's a big topic, and perhaps you'd want to talk to me about it. Uh, you can email me, barry at turningthepage.co.nz, or come on the socials and, and send me a message on Twitter or Instagram, wherever you are. But please know, don't do it alone. Be with somebody who can sit and listen to your sadness. We'll see you next week. Bye.